Friends, before we begin, let me invite you to keep up with all the Tracks for the Journey resources by subscribing to the Tracks Express newsletter. Once a week, I send a wide range of helps for well-being directly to your inbox. The Express has inspiration and insights for spirituality, relationships, ecology, emotional health, and yes, recipes for good food. The easiest way to subscribe is on my website, www.tracksforthejourney.com. Thanks for listening today. Welcome to the Tracks for the Journey podcast. I'm Larry Payne, your guide on a path of personal growth in spirit, mind, and body. In this program, I'll be sharing ways to improve your well-being with practical insight and inspiration. We'll follow the tracks made by progressives Christian spirituality, psychology, culture, and science. I've walked this trail for years as a pastor, hospital chaplain, and licensed counselor. On this trail, there's so much for us to learn together. I invite you to lace up your hiking boots today as we explore tracks for your life journey. Many years ago, when I was a searching and fairly confused 14-year-old, I began to keep a diary. I found a large, hardback ledger book with 200 lined and blank pages, ready for my innermost thoughts. It gave me a secret place to record my experiences, and I took advantage of it many times. It was only years later, when I reviewed my teenage musings, that I discovered how far I was from a teenage literary prodigy. Stories of athletic strivings, Complaints about friends, spiritual commitments which I vowed would last a lifetime, and, would you believe perhaps the subject with more words than any other? Girls. My scratchings tended to be after a great date or good achievement, then silence for weeks. Certainly, I had a lot to grow in my writing. I'm wondering if you ever kept a journal or a diary... Or do you keep one now? Today the episode is entitled, Dare to Diary. I'd like to explore how this habit could contribute to your quality of life, as shown by the very latest research. Stay with me for a few minutes as we make some tracks by daring to record the adventures of our own lives. Before we move to the modern applications of keeping a journal or diary, let's cover some history. I know you'll love that. The earliest examples of writing are found in Samaria, which is the fertile area near modern Baghdad. Clay tablets used for commerce dating to 3000 BC are numerous here. Some scholars believe fragments found in China with symbols on clay tablets may date to 5000 B.C. It was around 550 B.C. God gave a Hebrew prophet named Jeremiah specific instructions. 
quote, write in a book all the words that I have spoken to you, end quote. When we turn to the pages of the New Testament, of course the first century A.D., we find a fascinating story about a sea voyage which led to a terrible shipwreck. A physician named Luke is the traditional author of the Gospel of Luke and the Book of Acts. The closing chapters of Acts record in meticulous detail the sea voyage of the Apostle Paul with Luke across the Mediterranean Sea. The story is told in first-person plural, filled with what seem to be eyewitness details and unusual words of ancient nautical science. Could Luke have kept a diary that became part of our New Testament? It seems likely with all those details. History also holds the diary of the Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius, who kept his personal diary around 170 A.D. It was a little over a thousand years later that an adventurous Italian named Marco Polo published a huge bestseller detailing his amazing journey from Italy to China and back. A few centuries later, in the 1700s, Publishers found an interest in printing the diaries of famous people, and of course that's continued to now. Have you ever heard of a journalist, an African explorer, named Henry Morton Stanley? If not, perhaps you've heard the phrase, quote, Dr. Livingston, I presume, end quote. Dr. Livingston was a British explorer and missionary who traveled through Central Africa in the mid-19th century. He had been missing for nearly five years when Stanley, a reporter from America, found him and informed the world the hero was alive. Now here's the important part. It was because Stanley and Livingston kept extensive journals of their, their adventures that many were able to publish them for an enthralled world to read. Closer to our time, all of us have read the diary of Anne Frank, Holland's teenage victim of World War II, and in our modern world, Michelle Obama's memoir entitled Becoming is still on the bestseller lists. You may be saying, well, Larry, that's real interesting. I woke up this morning wondering about the history of diaries. Okay, dear listener, I get what you're saying. But there may be more to this subject than you think. Now that we've grounded ourselves in some history... Let's find something in modern psychology for our own well-being. That sounds interesting, doesn't it? Today on Tracks for the Journey, we're talking about Dare to Diary, finding what a journal or diary could do to help us. My history lesson focused on famous people who have kept a diary, but common folks like you and me can benefit from doing the same. A family treasure around my house are the journals kept by my mother-in-law, Ruth. At her passing, the family shared more than 50 years of her notes about the day-by-day -day activities of her life and family. The small notes of family events, her thoughts on the great happenings of the world, spiritual insights from lessons she had taught, and even some juicy gossip left a legacy for all of us as her family. In a much darker way, diaries are kept by criminals sometimes. In 1959, four members of a Virginia family were abducted and murdered. 
A tip led police to search the residence of a hobbled 26-year-old jazz musician named Melvin Rees. In his saxophone case, they found a journal detailing the crime and sadistic torture of his victims. Newspapers called it the Death Diary. Psychologists believe these criminal cases show a desperate need to control in order to establish some sense of power and identity. Rees, thankfully, was convicted and died in prison 35 years later. Modern science, on a happier note, has found that journal-keeping can do far more for our lives than just being a record of this event or that special occasion. We can actually have better emotional health by keeping a journal of our thoughts, feelings, and actions. So after a break, let's zero in on the kind of diary that can improve your life. During these difficult times in our world, many of us experience anxiety, grief, broken relationships, or sadness. When these times get heavy, it's important to reach out for support. I want you to be aware of a great website that can provide personal care for you. BetterHelp.com provides confidential, online, licensed professional mental health providers to meet all kinds of emotional and relational concerns. When you subscribe, you'll be matched with a counselor who's trained to meet your needs. You can communicate with that person by video conference, email, chat, or phone on any device from the convenience of your home or wherever you may be. The cost varies. It's been my pleasure to be one of 6,000 licensed professionals on this counseling team. Tens of thousands of clients have said this has made a difference for them. So don't hesitate today to check out BetterHelp.com. Right now, they're offering a special promotion of one free month. If you'll use the code share the care that's all one word share the care you will get one free month of better help counseling i hope you'll take advantage of it Thank you for tuning in to Tracks for the Journey today. We're looking at the importance of keeping a diary or journal. So now let's focus on a specific kind of diary called a therapeutic journal. This specialized practice has been shown in numerous studies to be beneficial. The scientific work began with the New Jersey psychiatrist Dr. Ira Progoff. He directed his patients to write extremely detailed narratives of their lives, dreams, and insights. Many were helped by this approach and the idea spread. Today, a majority of mental health professionals use journal writing to develop self-awareness and promote growth. Conditions like depression, PTSD, anxiety, adjustment disorders, and others are addressed with journal therapy and the guidance of a professional. I talk to my counseling clients about the development of self-awareness as they reflect on events and, more importantly, 
their emotions and thought patterns. Writing often releases emotions long buried in our memories. Reviewing entries across the months past can reveal patterns of behavior that are blocking progress. Insights can emerge that are life-changing. Psychologist James Pennybacker studied expressive writing. He reported the evidence is showing, quote, writing about traumatic experiences for as little as 15 to 20 minutes a day can produce measurable results in physical and mental health, end quote. In a recent article for RunnersWorld.com, Olympic runner Molly Huddle describes the effect her journal keeping has had for her. She logs by hand every detail of her training workouts in her personal life. She says it makes her slow down and think through what's happening. Reviewing her entries enabled her to set new personal records and become one of America's greatest female runners. Okay, I hear your objection. Larry, I'm not a writer. I misspell every other words. I have four kids to get to bed every night. I can't write a diary. Well, hang on. Let me give you some easy answers after the break. What are some different ways to keep a journal? Well, there are many different ways. For the non-writers among us, the app Dailyo, D-A-Y-L-I-O, provides icons to record your moods, activities, and ideas. You're prompted with key questions to tap the icons, emojis, and symbols to make a visual record. You don't need to write a word if you don't want to do so. It's incredibly easy, and the app is free. You can review and automatically analyze what's happened in the past. Yes, and you can write your entries too if you want to add a few extra details. Another app that's frequently recommended for persons in a hurry is the 5-Minute Journal. It's prepared by Intelligent Design. With an easy morning and evening prompt and spaces for pictures, you can build a great diary. It does cost $5 a year. But that's not very much if you're getting down some of the most important events of your life with pictures. Now here's my simple outline for those of you who would like to write. Take a notebook page or open a document on your computer and focus on three simple areas. Event, express, and engage. First, tell about one event or more in simple details. Next, Express your feelings, thoughts, and reactions. Finally, engage in growth by applying a lesson or insight from this experience that will help you in the future. A simple outline. Event, express, and engage. Review this at the end of the week or the end of the month, and you'll be amazed at the results. Here's my confession. I've kept a diary or some kind for more than 45 years. I recently used my day-by-day -day diary from 1976 to write a book-length memoir of a year that changed my life. It was the year to finish my theological studies, seek a place of ministry, 
grow in our marriage, and start a family with my wife, Jan. The diary brought those memories alive in technicolor detail. I found neglected truths about myself, had some big laughs, and wondered how I had made it through such a year. Here's one of the insights I was able to resurrect from those long-ago notes with a dash of literary reflection. I'm quoting from my memoir, Journey to Friendship. We had learned a little about discerning the Lord's will over the years of our journey. The process always started with questions, discontent, and struggle. I hadn't felt comfortable aiming towards a career in journalism. I didn't want to live without a wonderful woman by my side. I didn't want to miss seminary studies. I didn't have any interest in staying in Wisconsin as a pastor. Each time, some issue pinched and prodded for change. In this restlessness, the Spirit had begun His work to stir the waters of my soul. The next part of discerning God's will came with prayer. Prayer launched a holy exploration of uncharted territory. Bible verses came under examination, tinted with a colored lens of personal meaning. Mentors offered their opinions. Lists of pros and cons lay in notebooks. Jan and I would talk and talk again about the options. I would often feel like Jacob by the river Jabbok, wrestling to find the way forward with God. In the final steps, a eureka would come. The many options narrowed to one clear choice. Ideas would flood my mind, revealing the rich possibilities that lay just beyond the surrender of saying yes to what the Spirit was saying. Those few insights came as I looked back in my journal and found what God was doing to direct me and to help me. As you keep a journal, you may find the same thing happening. Today I've shared with you the many people who have kept a journal and what the benefits of this are for you. Now it's your turn. So start writing today. Looking to the next tracks that we want to follow in our adventures, let me ask if you've heard of the Serenity Prayer. The next episode digs into this important prayer as a statement of faith and mental well-being. I hope you'll join me for a three-part journey down this path of growth. I'm Larry Payne, your podcast host. Tracks for the Journey is produced at Bright Star Studio on the high plains of West Texas, all rights reserved. Original music provided by Howard Harper Barnes through Epidemic Music. The podcast is distributed by Buzzsprout. Please visit the Facebook page, Tracks for the Journey, to learn more. I welcome you to follow the page and enter our discussions. If you've liked what you've heard today, subscribe to the podcast, share the link with a friend, and rate it wherever you get your podcasts. You can also reach me by email. Use the address trackspodcast at mail.com. Keep making tracks on your journey for holistic health.